Hi, everybody. My name is Emily, host of the Fuel Your Freedom podcast. In the health and fitness space, there can be so many rules, recommendations, and oftentimes restrictions. On this show, we talk all things freedom. Whether you've been training for years or are looking to take the first steps in your health and fitness journey, this show will fuel your body, mind, and soul to break free from what you've heard in the past and find your version of health and fitness, the one that works for you. Now let's fuel our freedom. Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of the Fuel Your Freedom podcast. My name's Emily, and I am your host. As always, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Uh, We have a pretty fun one this week. So we're talking about four supplements that you might actually need, right? So I've kind of referenced supplements before, and it's been a couple weeks since I did a nutrition episode, so I thought this might be a good one to throw in here. Um, But we might need these supplements. I do want to caveat, and I'm going to probably put a million disclaimers kind of throughout this uh, episode as well, but supplements are great. They can be the cherry on top of what we're already doing with our diet and our training diet more specifically, right? Since we are talking a nutritional supplement. But when I reference this, when I talked about four questions to filter through all that bullshit that's out there in the health and fitness space, um, which is episode 12, if you haven't checked it out, highly recommend it. But Anyway, there's a lot of terrible quality, random, unnecessary supplements that we truly don't need, right? So these days, I'd be hard-pressed to scroll through any social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, really any of them, for more than a few minutes without seeing an ad for Herbalife, Isogenics, Beachbody, Thrive, or any number of multi-level marketing supplement companies, right? each one claiming to be the next big thing and that, quote unquote, it'll transform your life and help you reach your health and fitness goals and all this, that, and the other. And I do want to caveat, like, this isn't only exclusive to those types of companies. While they're very much known for selling those supplements, there's a multitude of different companies that sell supplements that perhaps aren't the best quality, perhaps aren't regulated. Well, no supplements are regulated, but we'll get into that later. Um, perhaps aren't just necessarily needed for you on your health and fitness journey, right? But back to those posts, right? Like the multi-level marketing companies have this way of attributing your success to their product or the user's of these products have a way of attributing to their success to them, right? So when you lose weight, when you start, say, let's backtrack, when you start on with one of these companies and you buy a supplement, right? And again, it doesn't have to be a multi-level marketing company. It can be any company, but these ones use it in their marketing a lot. So when you buy in, you often think and you then start making progress, right? So say you buy a supplement, you buy a greens powder, you buy a protein, you buy a pre-workout, who knows? There's any number of them, right? And you lose weight, you hit PRs in the gym, you make progress, right? They often have this way of attributing that progress then to the product, right? But the product didn't do it, 
The product didn't do the hard work. The product didn't do the hard things that you have to do to make progress. You did those hard things. You did, you hit those PRs. You lost the weight. You made the sacrifices to reach your health and fitness goals, right? It's not a shake pill or magic drink. And that's a whole other aside, but I just don't love that, right? So when you buy a product, know that that product is the cherry on top everything you're already doing, right? You already have those good habits in place. It's no secret then when we make that monetary investment, you're more likely to stick to a goal, right? So again, this is a lot of the reason that people hire coaches and hire trainers and join gym memberships and all those things. They invest monetarily in themselves and that makes them more likely to stay on track with those health and fitness goals. It's not that they need the new information or the new workouts. Yes, that can absolutely be part of it, but they need the accountability, the act of checking in and knowing there's someone there who's looking out for you makes it more likely that you'll adhere to that program, right? We, we, want, to, um, we want to succeed for someone else often more times than we want to succeed for ourselves, right? It's that external motivation, Going back to our supplement companies, the companies and these people that promote them create this accountability, right? You already invested in a product. You don't want to waste your investment. So in addition to adding a shaker pill into your day, you also drink more water. You prep your meals. You're more consistent with your workouts. You make sure you stick to your workout program that you had laid out in front of you. Over time, you see progress, right? That's when you start to think like, oh my gosh, these shakes are incredible, right? I've been struggling for so long to X, Y, Z, whatever your goal is, and suddenly I'm doing all of that. But it's not the shake, pill, supplement, powder, whatever. It's not that, right? What these companies and these products do well is draw attention to those other habits that might be holding you back from reaching a health and fitness goal. We can even use this for like a gym membership, right? It's not the act of joining a gym that caused you to lose the weight in the first place, right? I think we saw over the time of lockdown and COVID that we don't need a gym to make progress, right? Well, it's a helpful tool and I would argue you are more successful having an outside space to go to a lot of the time. Again, this is very person dependent, but I'll use even myself for an example. I love going to the gym. I hate working out at home. So while I do have a space in my apartment that is set up for a workout if needed or if desired to work out at home, I often don't do that. I would opt to go to the gym instead. Now, again, I know that that is very individual. It doesn't always work out that way. I know that people do make incredible progress at home, right? And again, that's shown over COVID. But when we join a gym, we have that outside accountability, especially if it's one where you have to make an appointment or you sign up to go to a class or you sign up and you and your friend meet there at the same time, right? Like there's all these different options, especially if it's one of those situations, then we start to see the progress being made from the monetary investment. But it's not the gym membership that got you there. It's simply you, right? You did it. You set the goal. You committed to it. You made it happen. 
It's not the supplement. It's not the gym membership, right? So bringing bringing back to our supplement track, right? These marketing companies often lead you down a path to give away that success and hard work. They take accountability for it, right? Instead of owning it for you, you start believing that the product made you successful and that the product or the service was a cause of your results, right? This is what I hate about a lot of supplements, right? Not to mention, right, like there's so many other things involved, especially in these mar- multi-level marketing companies, but I'll save that for another another, another day. We, we don't need to get into that today, but it's not that I don't believe in supplements, right? I think that supplements are amazing when they are used as supplementary items into your diet, right? I think you should have a diet worth supplementing before you spend money on the extras. Pause for a second. I'm going to repeat that. You should have a diet worth supplementing before you spend money on the extras. Pretty powerful stuff, right? If you're eating whatever you want, perhaps not that 80%, 20% whole nutrient-dense foods that we'd ideally like to strive for from a health perspective, not even from like a weight loss perspective. But if we're eating out three meals a day, we never cook at home, protein is whatever, we don't really monitor it, right? If we're just kind of eating willy-nilly, our water intake is abysmal, we're eating and drinking caloric-filled beverages for every single beverage that we drink, right? There's a lot of low-hanging fruit that's easy to change, and adding a supplement to that is arguably not going to make a huge difference, right? I think we need to look at the actual intake first. We need to nail down a lot of that intake first before we add on any supplement, right? Now, supplements can help us get there, and I'll talk about that in a second, but we need to nail that real intake of real foods and things that we're eating before, right? We need to make sure we're kind of aiming for half to full body weight in pounds in ounces of water per day. We need to make sure we're exercising at a moderate to high intensity three to five times per week, or at least that 150 minutes of moderate intensity uh, per the guidelines from the ACSM, right? Then we can look at the supplements. There's a lot of other low-hanging fruit. And again, supplements won't fix all of those habits underneath if we don't have them already in place. So coming back to our supplements, what four are we going to talk about today? So these are some supplements that you might want to look into. Again, we can use them kind of to help us create that 80-20 balance, especially this first one. Well, most of them actually, but we can kind of use them to create that balance. But again, these are going to be very general recommendations. You might not need these supplements, and that's totally okay. You need to assess where your diet specifically is at and kind of what you need to supplement with, and then make the decision after talking to a coach, healthcare provider, or other professional, right? You listening to this, unless you're a client at Unity and I've talked to you individually about it, uh, I can't give you a recommendation or a suggestion, uh, especially if I don't know you, um, but even then I might suggest things and always obviously clearing them through a healthcare provider too is always a good thing to do. So with that disclaimer in mind, let's hop into our four supplements that you might actually need from all those ones that are on the market. So 
Number one is protein powder. So I'd love to say that I get all of my protein from whole food sources, but that is not true, right? Of course, there's a cost component and also a prepping component, right? It is a lot of chicken, beef, fish, etc. to prep. Uh, but also it's a preference, right? On days that I lift and days often that I run, especially in the summer when it's hot, I'll always have a shake in my daily intake and I'll put one to two scopes of protein powder in that to make sure that I'm both recovering and getting enough protein in throughout my day, right? So having that is just simply for me a convenience factor. I do also enjoy eating or drinking shakes and smoothies, but uh, having that protein powder and from a good quality source. So I kind of referenced earlier that no supplements are regulated. Yeah, it's uh, no supplements are actually regulated by the FDA. Many companies will do third party testing on them uh, and have them tested externally from their company. But a lot of health companies that you see selling supplements don't often pay for that third party testing because it is quite expensive. So when you're looking at supplements and looking at companies to buy from, make sure you're looking for a third party tested company. Uh, make sure that you're looking to see that they are actually testing their ingredients for things that are in their products, right? Uh, there's been numerous lawsuits about different companies and protein containing things that actually don't have the amount of protein that they're advertising. Um, one of the more popular ones, Lenny's and Larry's is like a cookie. And a couple years ago, they got sued for not having the protein that they marketed in their um, in their cookies, right? Because someone tested them and they were not actually containing that much protein. Um, another, there was a nut butter one. There was like a protein peanut butter thing. And they had advertised it with like twice the amount of peanut or twice the amount of protein and like half the amount of fat of normal peanut butter. But when they went back and tested it, it was actually just like the same exact thing as normal peanut butter, which is probably why it tasted so good <laughs> like normal peanut butter. But that's that's deceiving the people that's deceiving the customer so again those are those are simply products but a lot of protein powders and other powders can contain different additives so make sure when you're buying your supplements you are getting them from a reputable source you're looking for those third-party testing uh, companies and that logo on there that says like hey this has been verified and tested by an external source Moving on to my second one, so a multivitamin, right? So I eat a diet that's pretty full of colorful vegetables, but I do like to make sure that I'm getting in all the vitamins I need each day. So I supplement with a multivitamin. Personally, I use the one that we we have at Unity that we've supplement or that we've formulated. So we know kind of what's in it and it has a lot of different extra things in it uh, that you might not find in a traditional multivitamin. And it's it's incredible. I, I do love ours, but I know that's not obviously available to everyone. If you do want it, I'm sure we could get it for you. Uh, shoot me a message if you are not a member at Unity. Um, but when I didn't have access to these vitamins at Unity, um, again, looking for something that's well-rounded personally, I always like to find one with iron um, since my iron does tend to run a little low. But again, these are all personal preferences. Look at what's in the vitamins. Look at how much dosage is in the vitamins. Make sure it's enough to kind of supplement, again, what you need, right? So for example, ours at Unity are multi-pill one, and I'll only take some of them if I know 
that I've eaten a ton of veggies that day because I'm not, I don't think I need, again, excess of the vitamins if I know I've had a huge salad, tons of veggies, every single meal, snacked on veggies, etc. But if I do have a day that's lower, I'll take the full the full dose of pills uh, and go from there. So it does kind of depend. Definitely find one that works for you. And again, that third-party testing, I cannot stress enough just to make sure that you know what's in it. Uh, Number three, moving on to vitamin D. So from October to May, because living in Wisconsin, even if I spend up like enough time outside, but from October to May in where we are at in distance from the equator, the sun is simply not strong enough to synthesize vitamin D. So the body does make vitamin D with exposure to the sun. Uh, However, again, during that time, it is not enough sun, uh, even if I were to spend time outside. And likely I'm not spending time outside because it's also usually cold during those times of the year. So I always supplement with vitamin D, especially from October to May, uh, but usually year-round as well, since a lot of people are deficient in it. So for the most part, it's on my year-round supplementation supplementation list. Um, Again, nothing huge to say about vitamin D here. It is a precursor to a lot of hormones, uh, so it does make sure everything is working well within the body, as with all the other vitamins and minerals and everything like that. So nothing crazy. Um, But again, looking for that third-party testing. And finally, we have fish oil, right? So I love eating fish, um, but I don't buy or make it nearly enough um, to have adequate levels of the omega-3s that I want to supplement with. So I choose a good quality fish oil and it makes sure that I have those omega-3s within my diet, right? So awesome anti-inflammatory kind of properties of those as well. Uh, In the U.S., we have a diet that's very high in omega-6s, which are pro-inflammatory. So the omega-3s are that anti-inflammatory that offsets. So again, good quality. Make sure the fish oil you're taking contains adequate levels of EPA, DHA. Often fish oils are huge pills, right? But when you look at the supplement, there's actually not a lot of EPA and DHA in the pill itself. So kind of watch for that. And again, third-party testing, always, 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 always find one that's third-party tested. Um, but it is it is interesting to look. So make sure you're looking at the levels of actual, like how many omega-3s are actually in it, how many grams of uh, EPA or DHA or milligrams or wherever the dosage is make sure that it's actually containing that. It's not just containing like fillers, etc. So uh, something to note on those. So again, as a note, as we round out our fourth supplement there, for all supplements, please consult a physician or dietitian, uh, other healthcare professional who knows about you and your medical history before taking it, right? I cannot advise on dosage and specifics because I don't know you and or it's also outside of my scope of practice to actually diagnose, to say, or treat you as a person. So do make sure you do consult a proper healthcare professional before adding anything into your diet. So there you have it. There's four supplements that you might actually need, right? So this isn't a comprehensive list. I've used other supplements in the past as needed. Um, I kind of mentioned iron before. I make sure that that's in my multivitamin. I've also supplemented with iron alone as well. Uh, An elderberry is another one, which is 
awesome for immune support. Um, so those are two examples, but these four are a good starting points. So if you're not supplementing with anything right now, first, remember, make sure you have a diet we're supplementing. But then these four are a starting point, right? Begin there and reassess to see what you need to add to your diet. Obviously, if you live in the South, right, you probably don't need a vitamin D uh, or potentially you do, right? If you're if you're outside and have a lot of skin exposure to the sun, uh, we might be able to synthesize enough vitamin D, right? So it's tough to say. Again, that disclaimer, I can't give specific recommendations because I don't know you. So hire a coach, work with certified professionals, ask medical professionals for specific advice if you are looking for advice for you specifically. These four are simply just a starting point that if you aren't supplementing with, you might want to look into. That brings us to our empowered action for this week. So what are you currently supplementing with? It's time to take inventory, right? Are you supplementing with it for a good reason? Are these supplements helping you? Have you been seeing results or feeling results from taking these supplements, right? Of course, I'm not saying you don't you have to toss anything that doesn't fall into these four categories, but it might be a good place to start if you're looking to save money on not repurchasing supplements, right? So as you run out of things and we take time right now to take stock of what's working and what's not working, we might find like, mm, I actually could save the $30, $40, and not repurchase it because I don't actually think it did anything. So Take time this week, take inventory, clean out the cabinet, use what works and what you need, use up and repurchase or don't repurchase, excuse me, or toss again if it's expired or something like that. But usually we want to reuse or use up anything before just throwing it and wasting it. Uh, again, you can toss them uh, as well if they're not working, harm, harming you, for God forbid, or expired uh, as well. All right. So our empowered action this week is to take stock of your current supplement regimen. What do you have? What do you need? Where can we fill those gaps? As always, remember, talk to a healthcare professional before getting specific recommendations for you. So that's all I have for you guys this week. Thank you again so much for tuning in to this week's episode number 14 of the Feel Your Freedom podcast, and I will chat with you next week. Bye, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Fuel Your Freedom. Remember, this show is all about action. Now it's time to take what you've learned and implement it into your health and fitness journey or even just your life. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want more, don't forget to follow me on all my social media platforms at Coach Emily Meyer and the podcast on Instagram at Fuel Your Freedom Podcast. Thanks for listening, and I'll chat with you next time.